it was, it was not until I became an Episcopalian that I discovered this peculiar way to celebrate Palm Sunday. Before, I was Presbyterian, and we used to celebrate this day exclusively reading the lesson about Jesus entering Jerusalem. We call it la entrada triunfal, the triumphal entering of Jesus. Because in our minds, that was something joyous and celebratory. Kids used to sing hosannas, and we used to enact in our minds the hopeful people receiving Jesus with palms in the streets of Jerusalem. The whole congregation used to join this happy Sunday, singing with the children and lifting their palms. It was a very, very happy beginning of Holy Week for me before being an Episcopalian. And it was in the Episcopal Church that my experience of Palm Sunday changed in a radical way. And it, it has also changed the way I live the whole Holy Week. The biggest surprise was to discover that during the service of Palm Sunday, we include not only the reading of Jesus entering in Jerusalem, but also the gospel of the Passion. Palm Sunday became to me, as maybe it is for you, a mix of joy and sadness, hope and sorrow, life and death, all in one day, just at the beginning of the Holy Week. And to honor our liturgy, our tradition, I want to share with you some of the ideas trying to connect both readings of the Gospel, the one of Jesus entering Jerusalem that we read at the beginning of the service and the Passion reading which we will, you listen before my sermon. The text in Matthew about Jesus entering Jerusalem ends with the city asking in turmoil, who is this? Who is this guy? Who is this? And this is the perfect question for the church in this Holy Week. Who is this? Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus for the church? Who is Jesus for you and me? These questions have two possible answers, depending on where we are responding from and from which crowd we are part. There are two crowds well identified in these two stories. First, we have the crowd that welcomes Jesus at the border of Jerusalem. This is a multitude of simple people for whom Jesus brings hope to their lives. They probably live outside the city of Jerusalem. They are excluded from the political and religious powers of the time. They receive Jesus as one of their own. They rejoice with his presence and they put their faith in Jesus as, as their savior. But there is another crowd in these stories. The other crowd, a smaller one, is connected with Pilate's palace, the center of the Roman Empire in that land. 
This crowd is full of anger and hate. They believe they are spiritually superior. They are afraid of how Jesus can shake their lives and crack open their bubbles. The canticle of this multitude is not Hosanna, but crucify him. And their voices full of hate are so loud, so loud, that they end up forcing Pilate to decide Jesus' fate on the cross. For a long time, some had said that both, both, both crowds are the same, that those who shouted Hosanna later changed their minds and hearts and demanded with, with the voices of crucify him, crucify him. But when we listen to the text, we realize that both crowds are not the same. They are very different. The first one, on Palm Sunday, is formed of simple people, victims of those in power and hopeful for a radical change. The second crowd, in Pilate's palace, is formed of those who are blinded by their safety and comfort and prefer Jesus dead before he brings down everything that keeps them in power. Who is Jesus for these two crowds? Who is Jesus for the crowd outside of Jerusalem, hopeful with their hosannas? For them, Jesus is hope and change and joy and commitment with the least of the world. But who is Jesus for the crowd in the Roman palace shouting, crucify him? Well, for them, Jesus is dangerous. Jesus brings chaos and destruction. Which crowd would you like to be part of in this story? How do you want to live this Holy Week? In fear and hate? Or with hope and faith? We have a decision to make in front of these two stories. As the crowd in the palace, we can call for death. We can keep the crucified of this world in pain. We can keep our children as targets of mass destruction weapons. We can keep entire communities in isolation, crucified by our indifference. And our silence will be so loud our silence will be so loud as the crowd's voices of crucify him, crucify him. Or we can walk with Jesus faithfully, bringing those in pain out of the crosses today. Now that we begin this Holy Week, let's answer the crucial question, who is Jesus for you? Depending on your answer will also be your way to the cross, up to the tomb. Our spiritual journey during this week 
will be determined by our choices, by the canticles in our lips, and by the crowds we feel part of. In the silence of our hearts, let's pray to God for wisdom and courage to respond to this question. Who is Jesus for you?